1: from our Motability team
0: Macklin Motors Toyota is open now
1: at Whistlebury Road Hamilton
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors New Toyota showrooms now open in Glasgow and Hamilton
3: Let's go And two of the biggest names in Scottish football are here tonight John Hartson the Celtic and Welsh legend and Barry Ferguson Scotland Rangers and go radios. So it's great to see both of you tonight. And it's match night. Barry,
4: you're always buzzing, especially game day. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a, a, a tough game for Rangers. Yeah. Listen, Hibs have been in real good form over the last month or so. Um, good result at the weekend against Livingston. So I fully expect Rangers to to have a tough game tonight at Easter Road. But I fully expect Rangers to come away with the three points. And John, looking forward to Celtic against Hearts?
5: Yes, I am. Um, Although they were 1-0 down at the weekend, but they totally you know, controlled most of the game and then they got five in the second half. Very impressive. Yeah. But they play uh, hearts now back-to-back and uh, I think it's just a case of every game is another three points. Uh, go and play well, go and play their football. Whether he'll make changes, I think he, i do not not quite sure if he can afford to make changes because mm-hmm. you don't want any slip ups. And what normally what Ange does, he normally plays his strongest team from the start. Mm-hmm. And then you know that he'll make several changes after what, 60, 65 minutes. So again, uh, it's it's not unusual, but obviously, yep. you know, they've got a good chance to look at each other. Obviously, they play tonight and they also play in the Scottish Cup. Early Saturday morning. And
3: we've also got Livingston against Dundee United. It's minus temperatures. We might have snow tomorrow. But Barry, is the big man really over there at the other side of this <laughs> <laughs>
4: of the he's got just in
3: T shirt. That's impressive.
4: Yeah, listen, uh, yeah, I've, I've got a, a big jacket on, gloves, scarf, hat and big John just walks in with a T-shirt. oh 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. John
3: Hartson, Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney on the Go Radio Football Show. Thanks to everyone who has been on with requests. Despite that, we're here tonight. We're still on. Really looking forward to the next couple of hours. And we're going to be speaking, well, we'll hear from Ange Postacoglu and we'll hear from Michael Bale. And we'll hear from Jamie, who's on the line from Airdrie, big Celtic fan. Jamie, good evening.
6: Good evening Paul Good evening Barry and good evening the legend John Harsin
3: Good evening Jamie <laughs> Jamie what are you thinking Tonight ahead of the game uh,
6: Aye well Obviously Obviously I was just Listening to the big man there mm-hmm. I'm just looking for Three points all the time Through the end of the season Doing so we can get Another party gone
5: <laughs> Jamie you know? I'm, I'm exactly With you mate Just three points Keep checking them off Don't give anybody any encouragement. Don't don't take any team lightly. And I'm sure Ange will make sure that's not the case with this group of players. It'll just be a case of that Saint Mirren's done. It's in the bag. Let's move on to the next one. Yeah, another cup competition at the weekend. You know, look at that one again separately from tonight. But um, I, I I believe that's the way he works. I believe no one's getting carried away. There's another 33 league points to play for. Rangers are the team chasing, but listen, there's no titles Nobody that hand you out in March, Barry Jamie. Any. Sorry, no
6: one, Barry hope.
4: Barry, yeah, I'm it ain't over till it's over. No, I think John's spot on, but the way, um, Postacoglu works, you can see that he's, he's going to put out the strongest team available, and, and even if he does make two or three changes you see the, the strength and depth that they've got you see the changes he makes at the weekend against St Myrne um, yeah I, mean, I fully expect um, Celtic to win tonight I think Hearts will come and, and try and make it difficult but I, I think in the end Celtic's quality will, will come through Do you think Lil Abadza will start tonight Barry first what do you reckon? Yeah well I, again I mean what a difference they made when they come on and people tend to forget He's only just turned twenty-one. He's still young. He's he's still learning, learning the game, and and certainly he's another one of post Coglu's signings that nobody knew anything about, and he's come over here at a young age and and he's done done the business. It's he's assisting his goals. Oh, he's. He's, he's exceptional uh, young uh, young player and I'm sure Celtic that's one of the players at Celtic will want to
7: get signed up John
4: the manager spoke about him and the impact he had in Paisley
7: he was great all the boys who came on were fantastic in terms of just making an impact on the game Liel's certainly one of those we know he's a threat um, you know the way the game was setting up I thought it was going to suit him because he'd get a bit of space to run at people and he's just he's just a really hard player to stop uh, you know when those kind of conditions are there and he's always a goal threat and um yeah, you know, credit to him. He's a young man who, um, you know, has played a lot of football over the last two years, and you know, through that time, has been consistent in terms of making an impact on the game, and he's still improving. John, Jamie's still on
3: the line. Greg's been on at the socials at Goal Football Show, and his lineup for Celtic is no change at the back, uh, midfield: Hatati, McGregor, and O'Reilly, and up front: Abada, Kyogo, and Maeda. What do you think?
5: Yeah, I probably see that uh, right. Um, Moy, Moy's available mm-hmm. instead of O'Reilly, O'Reilly scored at the weekend, um, Johnson scored the right back, so you know yep. he scored an important goal, actually, um, but listen, I, I just think this Celtic team, you you could probably name 14 players to start the game, you know, the back four I, I think takes care of itself, yep. Taylor, um, Johnson, Carter Vickers and Starfelt, Joe Hart, obviously he, he'd 1 yep. million percent starts. And then I think he can, you know, he can mix around a little bit with the midfield and obviously the front three. We know now Oh, oh, and he scored a good goal and he scored a penalty at the weekend, but he'd be delighted to get himself on the score sheet. Kyogo is as sharp as ever. So I just think there's different options. There's lots of quality. And listen, whoever does start will have a job to do and they'll try and get Celtic in front. They'll try and get the momentum and and, and to go ahead in the game naturally. And then, and then there'll be substitutions made. I've not seen a Celtic team yet under Ange play one single game without at least two substitutions coming on from the bench. And you probably never will. Yeah, because he likes he that always, way. Yeah. And, and people said earlier on, well, Labarda did well, and this one did it well when they came on. That's their job. That's what you would expected to do under Ange. You're expected to come in in place of a player that's in the team he comes off, but you're then expected to go on and be equally as good. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you're a little bit rusty and you've got to get yeah. the pace of the game. But once you've been on 10, 15 minutes, you're generally with it then, you know. And that's their job to come off the bench, this particular team more than any yeah. other team, you know. Barry, I see Kai
3: Rowles of uh, Hearts, and he's saying he believes uh, Hearts aren't too far off the
4: old firm. Would you agree? They're the third strongest team, but they'll, they'll never split. Um, I have to think winning a league or are getting in that yep. second place listen Hearts are a good team Robbie Nielsen's done a fantastic job um, He signed some really good players for me they're the third best team be a, be a distance um, but in terms of they aren't too far off the old firm I, I would disagree with it Who's your top player so far this season? Jamie for you I mean it's a hard
3: one really there's been so many if you had to choose one uh, well, There's a safe
6: ball. there'll be no money but I was- the reason also so familiar, I was listening to Barry last call, he's mm-hmm. saying the Rangers will be doing a lot of business this summer. Yep. I think Big Anne just yesterday, we're going to be doing a lot of business this summer as well. Because obviously, I think, I'm already saying it's automatic entry in the Champions League next season again.
3: Yep, you're right. Yep.
6: So it's very important for us because. As big John says before by the
3: way big man I'd love to come your right on the tent. okay well th- uh, thanks Jamie yeah we'll talk to you about that later um, Barry
4: it's going to be some summer for Rangers and Celtic and it always will be Yeah, right? I'm, yeah. I'm a big believer in the best time to strengthen is when you're on top. You, you always look to bring in two or three players and when they come in in the summer that that, that shows the group that, that the manager's not going to be resting on his his laurels. Listen, from a Rangers point of view I've said for a number of months it needs major surgery. Um, I think Michael beale has been open about that. He's saying that it's four or five starters that need to come come in Um, so it depends on the budget as well it depends on the amount of players that are out of contract I think we counted nine players out of that nine players there's a a fair amount of wages as well Um, so I'm looking forward to the summer because he's got big decisions to make Michael Bill. Jamie, thanks very much for calling. We'll speak to you soon. 0808
3: 08, 17 17 700s. First time in months we've heard from Jamie here on the programme. You mentioned a goal, uh, Leela Bada's goal, and so did uh, Alistair Johnson. He spoke about the striker, well, the, the attacking. What would you describe Leela as? What position these days as he's. Uh,
5: well, he's obviously a right-sided player, but he gets himself into the box. He, you know, he makes sure that he's in the, the the far post when the ball is over on the left-hand side. We've seen him score plenty of goals from there. He can pick it's it up. He's, isn't he? he's pacey. Yeah. He can run at players. And obviously, you know, when you got when you're getting goals and you're adding goals to your game, then obviously that's brilliant. Yeah, John, John makes
4: a good point. He gambles. Even if obviously he plays in the right side, when it's jaw made in the left side, you see him. He's always getting in. And that, that far post. And that's why he scores the amount of goals.
5: Um, right, because he might gamble three or four times and the ball will go over his head or it'll just it will just like skim off the surface and run off for a goal kick. But eventually he'll keep going and then he'll get through, he'll get in, you know. But that's just a case of having that desire and that just that commitment to keep going, keep making them runs. Here's Alistair Johnson on Abada. It's just so dynamic. That goes to show for all of our wingers,
8: I think. They all pose just a slightly different threat, um, whether it's Dyson, Jutta, James, um, whoever it is that you want, we want to bring on the wing. Haxa, for example. Um, also talented and just a nightmare. I know as a fullback, when you go up against a winger for 60 minutes and they're running you running you ragged, and then all of a sudden a new freshman comes on who's just as good, that poses a different threat, it's always a nightmare. So, you know, I almost feel for the St. Mirren fullbacks. It's a tough job. Um, and yeah, Bada is just so direct, so clean on the ball. Um, and does a really good job coming inside, linking play. And of course, it's nice to see the, the wee man get on the score sheet as well. So no, I'm really happy for him.
5: Big man. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, think, um, I think Alistair Johnson... He, he is a magnificent talker. He is nailed on to go into the media. The way that he describes things, he's, he's incredibly sort of intelligent. Um, he's too intelligent to be oh, a football player you know play? what, Barry it's <laughs> like the, the way that he talks he's so impressive here's Alistair um, with Barry and oh, John honestly, can he, can he, can he, you can see that couldn't you a your time oh, yeah. he's still quite young yeah, isn't he's he yeah. a youngster yep. yeah, just I, I
4: tell you something but there, there's another real good find for Posta Coggle again yeah. I, I don't know if John knew anything about I, I didn't know anything about Alistair Johnson
5: I knew so at, at the end of the World Cup almost
3: yeah, right just before the yeah. I'm talking mm. before the World Cup I never knew
5: neither did I Barry no
3: well, you know the story tonight, Ange, 100 games.
7: At times, you know, the volume of games we have at this football club, uh, you know, it's it's not that long, you know, in terms of length of time. But um, I guess uh, 100 games is, uh, is fairly significant. Uh, would have been pretty long odds when I took the job that I'd reach it. So... Uh, I guess that's something. Bit of humility
3: there, Barry, wasn't it? Because at the beginning, Hearts, we know the story now, and people didn't know him. But I think we've learned that we don't <laughs> know as much as we maybe should about other markets and other people in the game.
4: Yeah, but I mean, I don't know how many things we've spoke about yeah. it. That he's, in terms of the recruitment side of things, um, he's brought in players that We're just speaking about Alistair Johnson. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the Japanese players. Um, O'Reilly, for instance, uh, in League One down in England. Carter Vickers... Going nowhere at Tottenham, been out and loan a number of times, taking, I wouldn't say a chance, but Joe Hart was hadn't played for a, a number of years. So, yeah, his recruitment's, um has been practically spot on. Um, but listen, he's, he's come up 100 games um, and he, he can leave any time he wants.
5: <laughs> my side. I'm not concerned about 100. I'm really not, I, you know, I'm happy, but I want 200. Yeah. I want him to be celebrating. Uh, I want him more. to be celebrating yep. two hundred. Sure. Obviously, obviously, a <laughs> lot more. Because you know yeah. what 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 Celtic had, yep. and I, I don't want to keep antagonising uh, anybody, but what 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 Ange was brought in with at the start. You know, Rangers were champions mm-hmm. of Scotland at the yep. time, and um, he really had to build a, a pretty much a new team. You know, from goalkeeper right the way through to Jack and Marcus, Kiyogo. Yogo, some midfield players in almost almost a new yeah, back four. Sure. You know, if you like Taylor was obviously there, but back the, five. Yeah, the other three Ralston he brought through and did yeah. well for a period of time for us. So, you know, he, he does deserve a, an awful lot of credit and to uh, and to keep going that he that, that in in the, in the fashion that he is now as well. They've got the nice little lead going into the final eleven games. Obviously, ten after tonight. Mm-hmm. And Celtic are a big, big favourites at the minute, but he won't be seeing it that way. Um, he will be one game at a time, just keep choking off them three points until it's mathematically impossible for, uh, for anybody to catch Celtic. He was asked about his goals, his targets.
7: It's uh, it's an ever-vanishing target, mate, so we're not, if I think I'm close, then it just gets further away. Um, and, um, you know, that's the way I've approached uh, my sort of managerial career, and that's the way I've approached every... Club, I've managed, there is no target. Um, You know, I've never set any goals because I've always felt that um, setting goals means that, you know, at some point there's an end point, and I just don't want there to to be an end point. I just want to keep improving and keep sort of pushing the the boundaries of how good we can be as a football club and how good I can make these players and how, you know, how better I can. Yeah, get us playing the kind of football I want us to. So, you know, we'll always be at a point where, you know, where we want to be is further down the road. And he was asked, uh, what's coming up? What's the future for him? Can you see me here for another 100 games, mate? Not up to myself. It isn't because no manager lives in isolation. We all have, you know, we all work with people. Um, We all have organizations we work for so it's never uh, there's no manager that will sit sit down and say well I will be here it's not our decision sometimes mate so um that's why I consistently have always said that I don't think about those kind of things what I think about is my responsibility at the moment my responsibility at the moment is to produce you know a football team yeah. that this uh that brings success to this football club and that the fans can be proud of and beyond that um Anything that that happens is is kind of irrelevant to what's most important.
3: Johnny's so important to Celtic, stating the obvious, isn't he? And the Celtic fans, sixty thousand of them, heading for Parkhead at the moment. will be hoping he's here for many more than a hundred games.
5: Oh, absolutely, there, there is nobody at at Celtic Park and around the world, all the Celtic all the Celtic supporters, that wants hands to, to go anywhere. The job he's done is remarkable. Mm. Um, he's he's a He's come across as a fantastic individual. Um, The football that he's got the team playing, exciting, front-front, attacking football. Um, And, you know, personally, I I hope he stays for a a long time. I I say tongue-in-cheek, another hundred games. Um, But we can get excited. We can get excited and say that. But he's actually taught me, because a couple of years ago I'd have said, yeah, it's over. It's over. But listening to Ange, I would have said the league is over uh-huh. a couple yeah. of years ago. Just ah, yeah. That's the way I was. For it. Celtic, just, just now, you would say it's but, over. But, yep. um, uh, a few years ago, I yeah, would sure, have. Yeah, sure, sure. Yep. But right now, I've actually listened to Ange and thought to myself, uh-huh. do you know what? He's like, one game at a time. Nothing's won yet until it's over. And I've actually took things away from what he've said, just in oh. terms that he deals with his team and the, the supporters yeah. and the press... And he's he's ever so impressive as well as a human being. Barry, that's quite a statement, isn't it? That John Hartson, over hundred goals for Celtic, has
4: learned something from the current manager. Yeah, but I, I think that's the way. That's the best way to operate. Yeah. I know you're nine points and twenty-eight goals. at goals ahead, but it, we all know football. We can bring up freak results. You look at Sunday, for instance, down in the Premier League, <laughs> Liverpool against Man United. You just don't know. So that's what he's keeping himself in his toes. And also, he, he's players, and and that's the way um, he, he's been since he's come in. And one thing about him as well, at the side of the pitch, he's very calm. Mm-hmm. When they go a goal down, I was watching the game at the weekend, um, obviously St Martin scored the penalty, yeah. mm-hmm. and you get some managers who are ranting and raving at the side, mm. he's calming. But that that feeds into his players on the pitch, is they, they don't panic. And that's exactly what Posta Coglu does. Michael Beale coming up next. Rangers in action against Hibs this evening.
3: Celtic at home to hearts. It's great the Glasgow against the Edinburgh teams tonight. Barry, are they both going to win? Let's let's ask you now. In fact, hold it. We'll find out what Barry and John think after this.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom in Head Road, Darnley. Let's
3: go! Wednesday night, middle of the week. Three games in the cinch premiership tonight Celtic against Hearts, Hibs against Rangers, Livingston against Dundee United. And what about last night in the big game in Division One? Our own Stephen McGinn captaining Falkirk, but Barry 2 0 defeat to Dunfermline. I know there was a goal that
4: was given that looked when I saw a video of it. It wasn't over the line. It was a shot. He sent it on the the, the group chat and um, I I couldn't believe what I was watching. It was a sore one for Falkirk, but. that was the first goal I believe yep. Dunfermline yep. scored, Um and it was it was nowhere near no. over think the line. Moments. So he'll be
5: disappointed. Big yeah. moments in big games, top two yeah. goal yeah. at yeah. it and then Dunfermline.
4: And John, nine thousand six
3: hundred people oh, yeah. last night in a yeah. Division One. I can, I. Remember, I
5: can yeah. remember going to Dunfermline um, with Celtic. Did you like playing yeah. there? Yeah. Jim Leishman was manager at the time. I think. And the Bard. Um, yeah. And then they they took, they changed it down into the 4G pitch, I think, towards the yeah. the latter end. But there was always I always felt it was it was a a big stadium. Yeah, it was 18th 18, 18, mm-hmm. or something like that anyway, I don't quite know the numbers, but it was always mm-hmm. a big stadium.
4: Barry, you played there? East End Park? Yeah, yeah I played there
5: yeah. a, a
4: number of times yeah. and, and mm-hmm. if somebody says to me about Dunfermline, automatically I think Premier League Club, mm-hmm. um, but they're obviously down in League One in Falkirk as well. Falkirk as well are a, are a big club and it's two two teams who are going at it and I'm going on in the first goal goals like that yeah. I mean that could that could cost Falker any chance of winning the, the championship and getting promoted well, I know no, it was going to be hard because no, um, them firmly are on top yeah. but watching it um, watched it five or six times and it's I mean you watched it yourself yeah. it, it, was, w- it, wasn't it was a, a joke decision, yep, sure and we talk about VAR and the, and how we need
3: it it's the way it's interpreted and there are far too many people you know looking at the same game now goal line technology surely would be the best thing in all the divisions because we still don't have it even in the Premiership. You know, we've got VAR but we don't actually have the camera on the line but Stephen will be with us on Friday night and I would think, Barry, they want to get the playoff place now.
4: Yeah, well, I, I think they'll cement uh, they'll cement that, yeah. that um, playoff uh, in, in League One but that's a sore one for them to take last mm-hmm. night because uh, they've been flying high some real good results um, top two going at it but I'm sure now they'll not give up in the league because they would hope that Dunfermline might have uh, hit a sticky patch but there's no, uh, no worries in my mind that Falkirk will definitely be in the playoffs International
3: Women's Day today and Ooh. hello to all the women who tune into the programme and who participate as well Leanne Crichton a regular on the programme and good luck to everyone on the day when Leanne Ross is appointed manager at Glasgow City after doing really well as interim boss so they are um, on track again maybe to be the champion, so well done, Leanne, and to all the women listening to our program here, the Go Radio Absolutely. Football Show, and uh, all the women in our lives, who uh, they
4: really are the boss, aren't they? Let's face it, yeah, yeah. Yep. Listen, I've, I've got it, yep, Um <laughs> It pains me to say it, but yep, they're the bosses.
5: <laughs> well, I live with um five women, and, a, oh, and, and my dog is. Uh, uh, and yeah. a female so, dog as well. Yeah. Um so I'm dominated. I can't choose a meal, I can't choose a film, I'm just I'm just all dominated by my by my children. Yeah, my, I mean, my
4: girls, my daughters. Yep. Yep, when we were all in the house, my, my two boys are older boys have obviously moved out now, yep. so it's me, my missus, and my daughter. And um yeah, it's it's hard work at times. They 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 um they throw me about and <laughs> decide what's happening. Quite right. You're as free
3: to do as you're told. That's a good motto. Exactly. Hibbs Rangers tonight. Let's talk Rangers now. Uh, Michael Beale speaking about the game with the Easter Road team.
9: Usually it's a good atmosphere. They're feisty games. And um, yeah, I, I think there's no reason why Hibs wouldn't be on the front foot against us. And uh, our away form has been very, very strong. And I think we'll have to perform well. I think we're in a good place at the moment. And we should go there. Uh, very confident but we're going to face a team that's going to, going to meet us head on and I think that makes for a good game What
3: about the midfield? Speaking about some of the players
9: available. I thought all three of the midfielders did and Tony I thought those four coming into team brought a freshness and an energy today I thought Ryan Kent was good I thought Sakala had moments he had moments really high moments he had moments where he like to do better but all the time with fashion you know it comes from a good place and I thought first half our speed out the back from the centre-backs was good. Everything
4: about the first half performance was positive. Barry, your team for tonight, you know, roughly what are you thinking? What's it going w- to do? I wouldn't change it. No. I wouldn't change it. Um, I know he's speaking about the midfield three there. Raskin and uh, Ryan Jack were, were, were playing. Ryan Jack was more the holder. Raskin had a bit of a free roll to go in beside Cantwell. Um, and I thought, as Michael Beale says, they're certainly the first 45 minutes they were... They were impressive in um, that three. They get a good result. They won 3-1. I wouldn't change it, if I'm being honest with you.
3: Your most enjoyable game, I think, uh, domestically this season, was in Edinburgh. Can Rangers do that again? What yeah, they did well, against Well, that,
4: that's the pressure. I mean, they've, they've set the bar with that performance, yeah. I thought, at, at Tyne Castle. And obviously... I don't want to go back too much but you obviously look at the performance in the League Cup final it wasn't ideal so that'll be something that Michael Beale will be trying to drum into the players um, that's the standards they've got to try and hit most weeks I know it's impossible to do every game but they've got to try and get close to that and they're going to a, a, a good stadium you mentioned it there it's always a good atmosphere at Easter Road as well they'll be um, they'll be up for it because Hibs are doing pretty well so that will be a tough one tonight because Hibs are in good form yep. they'll be confident but also sort of Rangers because obviously they've bounced back with a result of the weekend. Yes, the top four
3: teams: Celtic, Rangers, Hearts, and Hibs. John, here's the team updates, uh, the squad news from Michael Beal.
9: Yeah, everyone's fine, so that was a uh, pleasing along with the result. Just got to keep moving forward, haven't we, and play the games that's in front of us. It's a it's a big week. Obviously, uh, the first part we've navigated through, um, another win, and and we're doing well in that sense in terms of in the league. This will be a, a tough test on Wednesday and then obviously we have the quarter-final to look forward to at the weekend.
3: What about Cholak? What do you think of him, John? Let's hear from the player first.
5: I'm really confident with that. I know how fast it can go. It was now, yeah, as you know, a period where I was out a little bit and you have to
0: fight back. And uh, I think uh, through this you, you learn a lot of things for yourself and uh, also working-wise. And Now with the, the new staff and uh, with the team, how we want to play um, how things can getting better.
5: So um, I think with uh, my quality I bring then um, individually I can uh, again uh, go back on this uh, yeah scoring track and uh, to score a lot of goals.
3: John, how do you rate the creation striker?
5: Well, he's he's done what um, what's been expected. He's scored goals, hasn't he, since he's come in um, and alongside Sakala and Kent, where he he started at the weekend. You know that's uh, you know they they can. Make sure that he's provided with the right service, and and they get delivery into him. Um, of course, Raskin as well. Um, you know, started at the weekend alongside Jack and and Cantwell, so he's he's bringing in a couple of the new signings, giving them starts in games. Morelos was left out for Chorlock at, at, at Sherlock at the weekend. So, no, I, I quite like him. I think he's he's got goals. You know what what he came for? What did he come for? Was it worth one point f- eight million? One point eight million. Um, and, you know, he he, he he gets in around it. He's, he's he's more, I think he's a, I wouldn't say more physical. Cause I think Marvellos is physical as well. But he's, different way. He's, he's a presence. Yeah. He can go and win headers. Um, and I like him. I, I I think he will probably start again tonight. Barry, what do you feel about Cholak at the moment? Well, going in the game
4: um, at the weekend, I, I thought his link-up play, that, that's something that lets him down at times. But I thought his link-up play was a lot better. Listen, his work rate, off the ball was, was excellent and that's something that gets criticised with Morelos at times he, he, people think he doesn't do enough um, but he's, he got the opportunity to play at the weekend and, and for me I think Sholak, um keeps that jersey because he, he he done well he never scored which will be disappointing because number nines always want goals but I thought his general over, overall play was, um, was really good and I expect him to start again tonight What does the manager think? I've
9: only had the option of Alfredo really as a number nine since I've come back in, fully fit. So it wasn't a choice of picking between them, really. Today I've uh, decided to go with Tony because I felt his personality and training, his energy was worth a start. And I wanted more energy in that position today. And obviously, he didn't play last week, so he's not carried the same amount of weight as maybe the boys that have played. And I thought you'd see that in his performance. We've got two more games this week. There's no other reason for leaving Alfredo out than I want to give Tony a go. And I thought, Tony. Played fantastic. Uh, you know, if that's the boy that was fully fit at the start of the season and doing well, then I haven't seen that until today. So I'm delighted for him on a personal level. Barry, there's been so much chat about who'll come, who'll go. I see Stephen Davis who
4: says he wants to play for Rangers again. Is he out for the whole season? Yeah, he's yeah. out. Um, he's crucial, which is uh, John will tell you, it's a, a serious injury. Yeah. But listen, he'll get the, the, the best of surgery and, and best of rehab. For me, I think Steve Davis has still got a bit of football left in his legs. You can't expect him to play every single game because of his age, but I just think having that experience round about, and and I'm sure Michael Bale will sit down with, with Stephen Davis. I'm not surprised with Dave. I know him. I know what type of attitude play he has. played alongside him. Yeah, I played yeah. alongside him. Brilliant attitude. Looks after himself. Proper professional. And listen, he's a proper player as, as well. He even forget about him being 37. Mm. He can still... You can still play the game. The manager was asked overall about the contract situation with key players at the club. I just want to see where this squad
9: is and where it's going. I think come back in and try to give the team stability with some of the old things that we did when I was here previous. We had a lot of injuries when I come in. We've stabled it. We've lost one game in what is it now, 16, one game in 18 for the team. So I've gone with stability, but you're going to see change. You're going to see change in the way the team plays and the formation and everything. we just got to get to that moment. In terms of Ryan and Alfredo, they're both going to have options in the summer. Ryan Jack... Scott Arfield, Alan, all of those guys. I've wanted to focus on the football. So whatever chats went on before I came in, of course, I've had some personal chats with the boys, but we haven't put anything in front of anyone because we want to see how things move in the coming weeks, and it doesn't have to make sense to anybody other than ourselves. You know, of course, I've spoke to those boys. The most important thing is I want them to focus on football, and they're focused on it. I've been delighted with both Alfredo and uh, Ryan. But every player, really, no one's given me a problem since I've come back in, regardless of their status and and where they're at contract wise. Barry, what's your feeling? We spoke about it on Monday. What do you feel
3: tonight
4: in terms of Rangers going to Easter Road? Yeah, yeah no, uh, uh,
3: sorry, in the contracts as well, on the contract. Situation. It tells me he's
4: a bit yeah. undecided, but also he wants to uh, listen. They were in fine form, leading right up to the League Cup final, and sometimes this is where you see the characters mm-hmm. when you suffer a, a, a tough defeat against your fiercest rivals. How you react, and he'll be keeping a, a, a close eye on that. I do think out of the nine players, probably one, stroke two, I would reckon would would, would be would be uh, kept because um, sometimes um, you need to start afresh. Similar to what I mean, if you're looking at both Rangers and Celtic, look at Posta Coglu done when he came in. What 14, 15, 16 yeah. players, a massive turnaround. that doesn't doesn't happen overnight but I, I, I'm not saying it's going to be as much at Rangers but I, I could see a number of players leaving and, and quite a, a few coming in and also guys that are in contract as well not just the out of contract players John you expect Rangers to make they'll have to make a lot of change this summer we've
3: got so many players out of contract and you hear Barry saying that maybe two of them would remain of the ones going out of contract
5: yeah um, I, I agree I, I think um, I think there's There's probably several players that have run their race uh, for Rangers. One of them reasons is the fact that the Rangers have not rushed in terms of getting them onto new deals. Um, One or two of them might be a little bit uh, in a situation where they just got a little bit sloppy and the, the, the contracts naturally were starting to run down. But I think if you're keen on keeping players... In particular, your your best player, or one arguably your player in Kent, yeah. you don't let him get to this situation. Mm. Would you, you, you keep Brian you...
3: Kent now? Yes,
5: you would. I would. Yeah. Still I, keep him. I think He's very, still very effective, no, in in my opinion. Yeah. I, you mm. know, um, Alfred, Alfredo Morelos. I, I think he's. I, I said this a couple of weeks ago. I think he needs a move mm. for his career. Um, he needs to go somewhere else. Alan McGregor again is is going to be. One of those where does Michael Beale want to keep, um, you know, a, 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 a goalkeeper that has been outstanding for Rangers over the years? But you get you get to his age, does he want to bring one or two of the younger the, the goalkeepers through, give them an opportunity? Let let McGregor go. Got Ryan Jack. You got Steve Davis, Stephen Davis. Um, so I, I believe that, uh, like Barry, I think there might be one two that they might hold on to, give new contracts to. And I think, unfortunately, the likes of Ryan Kent... What is Kent in the market? Now, that's the question, isn't it? Let's just argue and say, sure. say, say he's five million, right? So somebody like a West Brom, or, a, mm. or, or somebody, one of the relegated clubs from the Premier League, maybe Bournemouth, maybe Southampton, mm. they could give him five million pounds in wages yeah. because they don't have to pay a fee for him. Sure. He'll he leave on a free... So whether or not he takes advantage of that situation, I don't know. But a
3: hundred grand a week, is not yeah, yeah. So I,
5: I think some of them have been yep. have been a, a, in a yep. case of they've allowed the contracts to run down because they've been a little bit flippant with their deals. But for I me, think
3: also sorry because they were trying to stop the ten. Then Ryan Kent, remember Leeds were in with twelve million. Morellas, I don't know how much yeah, it was. But you, you know, you Leo can allow. In.
4: Like, they allowed it last year with oh, Connor yeah. Golson, yeah. and I thought like there, there, there's absolute no chance they'll go into the summer when Connor Golson get announced he'd signed a new contract. I'm thinking to myself in the summer, like, surely they're sitting down with Ryan Kent and, and Morelos now, and no allowing this situation could yeah. have could have went against them with with Connor Golson. Now, last summer, John had a ballpark figure there: Ryan Kent, five million; Morelos five million. Right? It's it's no what. Probably you would want to get for them, but they're in the last twelve months of their contract. Now they're going to walk out the door um, in a in a free. Morelos not so bad because you only spent a million pound on him, but they spent seven million pound on Ryan Kent, so it's a, a big loss now. Tillman as
5: well. Tillman as well is losing. Yeah. So now you all of a sudden you're looking at it. I'm sure Michael Beale speaking to the owners and the you know the hierarchy there every day. John, would you sign Tillman? Sorry, if you were the manager at Rangers, would you sign him? What I'm not sure if he's done enough. Could you get um. him on a... Would, would, would buy him when want to sell him? Come, I'm not sure if they'd allow him to go on loan again. Um, because, so you're I, not sure if you would buy him? I'm not that, quite sure, sure if he's done enough. I see his talents... Um, I, I I. don't yeah. think I would um, I would invest yeah, it, in another It depends on the exact price. I mean, yeah. It's just rumours that
4: are flying about. We don't know exactly. Is it 3 million? Yeah. Is it 4 million? Is it 5 million? Mm. Look, I, I think he's definitely got all the attributes, no doubt, and I think he's one of these players you could sign and you could double or treble your money on, um, but his Rangers want to put their money elsewhere because the position Tillman plays, he's got a Cantwell now, yeah. now that he's mm. he, he's brought in, so... And the budget—I wouldn't imagine the budget's going to be crazy money. What we're talking about here, so that—that's what I'm—I'm getting back to. There's big decisions for Michael Beale to make, and listen, I don't think he'll be scared to make the decisions. Rangers fans, what are you thinking tonight? Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen,
3: seven hundred Celtic fans on the way. To the East End, give us a call. 0808 17
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Book your service, MOT or repair online today at macklinmotors.co.uk. Let's go!
3: On the socials, Willie has been on saying Stuart Kettlewell, Stuart Kettlewell manager of the month. But what about Ange Postacoglu, who won every game uh, in February? I think they took it into the beginning of March as well. Um, and he did well, Stuart Kettlewell. What was it, three wins and a draw? It is remarkable. But how
5: could they overlook Ange Postecoglou, John, Celtic legend? Um, Paul, I, I can't answer that. Um, I just, I just can't see why they could ignore him. Listen, Stuart Kettlewell's come in, new manager. He's had a bounce. Um, really good. He's took Motherwell away from the bottom of the league. Excellent. Um, but how can you win? Every single game and win a cup final, and not, against and, your and, biggest and, rivals and not yep. get the award. Yep. Now take nothing away from Stewart Kettle, Kettlewell's achievements. You know they, they give it to him and he's got the job and he's done outstanding, really, really outstanding. Yep. For Motherwell to not get beat in yep. the next four, win three, um, but listen, it has to be surely. Sure, I, I, if Shelly had lost a couple of games and yeah. and and Motherwell, I'd be saying the same for um, for Michael
7: Bean. Yeah, if sure. they'd
5: won f- four or five games on a row, won a cup final, well, yeah. I can't I can't make it out. Barry, yeah, I'd given it. to just <laughs> No, I'm only kidding.
4: Listen, yeah. John, John's spot on. Listen, he, he's done fantastically well um, at Motherwell. Won three, drew one, but as John says, Celtic have won every game and they've lifted a a trophy <laughs> as well maybe I've they've, I've um, they've just thought Poster Coglu's won too many and we'll just give it to <laughs> somebody else but um, yeah I found it surprising but take nothing away from oh, the job sure. that um, Stuart yeah. Kettlewell's done at Murrow um, he's certainly transformed him and Going up to Ross County at the weekend as well. Mm. I, I thought maybe Ross County, or maybe even a draw there, but to go up there and win two 0 um,
5: all club and all, so what do you get? Yeah, the first yep. break. Didn't they? Right, it has done
3: brilliantly. But when you look at it, the record of Ange Postacoglu during that month—what does it take to win the Manager of the Month? I mean, I know sort of news-wise they change it sometimes. Maybe just to give it to someone else. But uh, William, I'm not sure if it's William or Willie, uh, said it's a joke, and many Celtic fans feel the same. Mm. What, what do you think? 08 08 17 17 700 games are on tonight we'll have the team news in the next hour Barry look outside how bright it is now spring has just about sprung I know we and make it snow that's my favourite
4: weather Paul huh? well, I've got to bonus with you blue skies a yep. bit of coldness um, get wrapped up well apart from John we get wrapped <laughs> up Um but no it's lovely yeah. lovely weather Um I'll take that kind of weather all yeah. every day
3: how many steps today how
4: many miles? Yeah, I've, I've left my yeah. watch in the house. Okay, yeah, 20k today, so it was a fair walk. Fantastic, John! Good inspirational, effort. isn't it?
5: Yeah, yeah. fantastic. You good know. effort. You
4: know, walk around the
3: studio. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. John, how was Dubai? Because when we saw you, the Dubai other week, was good. Dubai was good. I was, go. I was yeah.
5: only there for three or four days. Uh-huh. I went in. I had a nice game of golf. I had a lovely welcome. There's lots of ex-players there, England and Scotland uh, players. It was nice to catch up with a few of the lads I played against and maybe what. One or two that I played with. Um, the dinner went really well and then I flew back on Saturday morning. So I was basically in and out, Paul, within three days, which um, which was great, mate. I enjoyed it. It was great. And you were on just before St David's Day, so I hope you enjoyed the, yeah. the feast day
3: of... St David and so for all Welsh like people yeah you never. were in the night before and then I realised the next morning it was St David's Day you never congratulated me did you? Yeah, you? oh no we mm-hmm. didn't because we didn't realise it was still uh, oh, February well, I'd to
5: say St Andrew's yeah. Day to you then when I uh, yeah that.
3: November <laughs> but listen we were thinking about you and we mentioned you uh, oh, on thank the programme what you, did you make of the weekend with uh, Liverpool thrashing Man United 7-0 and the fallout from it everyone is talking about it I mean Eric Ten Hag was doing a brilliant job at United but what do you think happened?
5: Well I was surprised because I, United have actually been going quite well mm-hmm. um, and I, I, nobody expected seven goals and it was only 1-0 at half time mm-hmm. wasn't United yep. very much still in the game but I thought Gakpo was was, was mm-hmm. really good um, and, and obviously you know uh, Mohamed Salah again he was almost back to his breast some of the some of the things he was doing, the goals he scored and everything else. and They just destroyed United for 40 minutes, just absolutely controlled the game, destroyed them and ultimately won 7-0. But I don't think anybody could have saw that, especially at half-time. Mm-hmm. Barry, do you think Fernandes got away with one, given that he pushed
4: the, the linesman? Yeah, but very strange I'm surprised he, he, he never get um, punished for it uh, but in terms of the game I actually thought Man United done pretty well in the first half mm-hmm. when I, I was watching it. I thought mm-hmm. even or maybe Man U just edged it but the second half Liverpool blew them away um, and they just couldn't handle um, Liverpool uh, Salah um, I wish I had a build like that when he took his top off man unbelievable <laughs> um, but what an unbelievable player he is um, people were kind of writing him off mm. And about the, the Christmas, Peter, just after the World Cup, that he's not been playing well, but he showed his, his class and it looked Liverpool of old uh, in Sunday. And John, one of your old clubs, Arsenal, what a finish. They make it. They made it hard for themselves,
3: 2-0 down, but that goal right at the end. Could that be the moment when you think they're going to win the title?
5: Well, I think it's a big moment in the game, I think, to score, to come from 2-0 down, mm. Um Reese Nelson with that half Mm -hmm. body with his left foot through a crowd of bodies 96 or 97th Mm -hmm. minute and I was listening to my old teammate Martin Keown there Mm -hmm. on TalkSport a couple of days ago and he was saying it's ridiculous how people are just trying to fine Arsenal for their celebrations and it's passion mm-hmm. you know it's passion they, 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 they it wasn't like nobody was getting in anybody's faces yeah. there was just such a huge moment for them I think they realised that scoring like a last oh, yeah. minute goal enjoy just, it. it's a title race yeah. you know and uh, listen, no, I, I don't know whether whether I, I still personally think that Man City will eventually because they've got a couple of players that have been there in recent years but Arsenal keep winning Paul I don't think you can completely write them off do you know Barry you said still Man City
4: yeah I, yeah. I feel just with the experience yeah. you've got but in terms of the celebrations I, I feel some people don't even want you to celebrate a goal now what yeah. is it yeah and I don't care if you're playing yeah. a, a League 2 team or a yeah. conference team if you score yeah. in the last minute I'm yeah. celebrating
3: yep yeah. I, I totally be. agree Peter on the line Peter do you agree if you score in the 97th minute when you're 2 down and then you win you'd be celebrating
8: Oh, it, it's, top, it's tops off uh, and <laughs> yeah. going absolutely bananas.
3: Yeah. Well, Big John Hartson's here with Barry Ferguson. Big John, he's like Bruni there. He's only got a short sleeve T-shirt on. Uh, Peter, you're on your way to Celtic. Yes, yeah,
8: yeah. I'd actually, I'd phoned in uh, a wee while ago. It was yourself, Paul and John and yeah. it was Craig Moore that was on. It wasn't Barry last time but I'd phoned and I'd actually Asked the question. I don't know if you remember But it was mm. Basically the The dilemma of the front three uh, Of Celtic's front three How to right. make everybody happy And kind of What would be your Kind of ideal Front three Kind of moving forward And I think um, At the time I think it was Motherwell were playing I think you were Kind of looking at Jackie and Marcus And that mm-hmm. stuff And obviously things Have changed now But mm. the question That I was coming back on Again was For this kind of header <laughs> against Hearts, does, does Ange go down The route of Abada And Haxhbanovic potentially. I think if Jota doesn't score that goal, mm-hmm. does does Abada kind of come in and kind of, you see the impact he has? Do we kind of finish it up from the double header? I was just asking the
5: guys what their thoughts okay. on that. I, I I just think Jamie, um, I, I think is I think is, is, is preferable three looking at it, looking at it for a couple of years now under Ange has been Jota, Kyogo, and um, and Maeda. That that's what yeah. it's been. Now I know Abad has come in and done very well. His numbers are really good. Jota is an incredible player. He can switch from the right to the left. You know he tries to he he tries to take the ball forward. He tries to entertain. He he throws a trick in here and there. He's a wonderful technician. Kyogo starts. I think even when Jack um was uh, was available, I think Ange is number one. And I think is 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 proper team every team has got their first team that they will always play in a massive game for me it's been Jota, Kyogo and and Maeda but you may well see Abada you may well see Oh come on from the bench Um, what do you think what's your preferred three but I'd like to think for me it's been Jota, Kyogo and Maeda because Maeda you know he maybe doesn't get the goals that Abada gets but he gives you up his energy levels, mm. and I'm chasing back and going forward. The guy is a complete right. freak. He's a machine. But uh, what what would what do you think, Jamie? Peter, Peter, sorry.
8: Um, no, no, that, that that's okay. Um, mm. I I think I think realistically, um, what you're saying is right in terms of Kyogo, and Joe. You can't argue against Maida as much probably. Mm-hmm. It, it may, might not contribute in terms of because a bad numbers are frightening for a guy that's yeah. kind coming yeah, off I the Yeah, totally agree, mate. Yeah, I, I, I think I think that it's a nice problem to have. I'm not saying you're complaining about it; it's more just the idea that I think potentially for this because Hearts is always a tough fixture, particularly going to time Andrews kind of thing. So, uh, do, do you kind of session up tonight for, for then mm. Saturday kind having my Jota Kyogo kind of ready for that? You kind of maybe bringing a badger tonight
3: is that what you're thinking you sound sorry you sound as though you play a badder
8: I, I would probably play okay. a badder tonight simply for the fact I think you've seen that he came on and I understand the way Andrew's kind of been doing it recently you can kind of look at the David Turnbull came on scored and then he, he got his mm-hmm. start kind of the following um, the, the following fixture and he probably didn't hit the heights and was going to drop them in yep. so I, I, I think, yeah, I'd play a badder.
3: Peter, let's see what Barry thinks. I have to tell you, it was Craig Moore the last time, who is brilliant, and John was on as well. But it's an extra fiver
4: for the question, because we've got Barry tonight. Barry, what would you do for <laughs> tonight? You see, personally, if I'm coming up against Celtic, the, the three that I wouldn't want to play against right. would be a badder, Kyogo and Jota. Now, I get where John's coming from with Maeda, One thing about him is he does the dirty side of the game, unbelievable, Ooh. he chases mm. back and... Helps out, he's he's full back, but so does Abada doing it. I mean, I mean, he's got good choices then. Haksabanić mm-hmm. as well. He's he he looks that the part. He's not played enough games, um, to get up to the, the levels. But that's the three. If, for instance, if they're coming up against Rangers, I'm looking, I'm thinking, pff, the the Rangers back four or back five, including the goalkeeper, are going to be in for a tough afternoon. If it's a, uh, if it's Abada, Kyogo or mm-hmm. Jota, Peter, we're going to go to the news in a second. What's your score lines tonight? Do you think Rangers will win? Uh, Hibs?
3: Uh, I I, 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 I don't know. It's it's one of those
7: ones...
8: It's, it's, I've got friends that are Rangers fans and, and to be honest like Michael was won everything bar one games so it. really? yep. it's, it's a difficult one I, I think Hibs are on good form I, I'd love it to be a, like a, a 1-0 Hibs or even a 1-1 or something.
5: <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you would Peter That's <laughs> a shot. I would
8: I think I think, I, I think Rangers will probably get over the line you got, no got there
3: Peter uh, that's your, you're up to 15 pounds for that um, and for tonight uh, the game you're looking forward to it. what's the score line?
8: I think it's 3-1 and I'm, I'm going to see Abada, and I'll phone back in if that comes in
9: <laughs> thanks cheers, cheers Peter freedom.
3: thanks for calling 0808 17, 17 700
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.co.uk Let's go
1: from
0: our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota showroom now open on Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.
3: Let's go! Great chat during the news here with uh, Barry Ferguson and John Hartson just chatting.
4: There's nothing like playing. I take it, Barry, you've managed, but greatest days ever playing football. Yeah, fantastic days. I'll I'll be honest with you, Paul. I am the kind of person my time's been in going yeah. I I loved it. Um it, the and the only games that I really do miss are when the old firm games come up. Yeah. That that's the ones that I mean the atmosphere was absolutely electric and the build up to it um was was brilliant but um but listen I had a great time. I was lucky enough to do what hundreds of thousands of people would would have done so. Um yeah, great great days. Missed the dressing room as well. Mm-hmm. Good laugh mm-hmm. and team nights out. Um it was a Good crack, so yep. You keep in touch, a lot of you though, don't you? Yep. WhatsApps, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in touch with, with quite a few, but we've got different ones um, for different obviously eras. Yep. Um, and I'll meet up with them in a couple of weeks. We've got a, a game at, at Ibrooks against the Premier um, Premier League Eleven. So some brilliant names. Yeah, so yep. we'll have a, a good game, and then we've got a, a night out mm. organised and. Um, Yeah, I'm looking forward to it and it's good to catch up with him because this is the only time we really catch up and um, we'll have a few beers and reminisce about um, the times at Rangers. And John, your time at Celtic, you, I mean, you both still do things with the fans, obviously. Mm.
3: Barry, born, brought up a Rangers fan. His brother, great Rangers player as well. Uh, for you, you came to Celtic, you went to many clubs, including West Ham, Arsenal. Yeah. But is Celtic the one that
5: you love? Well, my, my time was done after Celtic, really. Brian Robson took me and Kevin Phillips yeah. to West Brom um, and I had, a, I had about half a season at West Brom, but then I was 32, 33, and then... Uh, Which is nothing in some ways. I was done then, Paul. I, I, I mean, was like a, yeah. I was like a wild... Obviously I was I was mad when I was 18, 19, Arsenal, West Ham, mm-hmm. Wimbledon, Coventry, Celtic. And that was my career. It probably yeah. didn't go on for long enough, but I'd done by the time I was 32, mm-hmm. 33. Um, I had a couple of injuries, I had two knee operations, I had a couple of operations on my back, and... And I I was quite happy to retire in the end. And I was a little bit like Barry. I was like, well, I've had my time. I I was very fortunate to have played with some great players like Barry, played at a great level, Champions League, Premier League, blah, blah, blah. But do you know when I was done, I had no regrets, you know? Mm -hmm. Looking back now, if I'd looked after myself a bit better, then I might have gone a bit longer. But um, at the time, you know, it's very difficult to turn back the clock. But... I was, I was happy to finish in the end.
3: And Barry, everywhere you go, people, they talk to John about Celtic, with you, with Rangers. What are they saying? What are you hearing at the moment? Because the city and the whole area, Lanarkshire, whatever, people uh, care about Rangers. The Celtic fans are hoping they're not doing so well. In general, the Rangers fans consumed by it. What do you think is happening? Because the manager, you know, there was stick at the
4: weekend, mainly for the board. What do you feel is happening? Yeah, it's just frustration because you, yeah, listen the Rangers fans want trophies, they want the players going up there and, and lifting trophies and, and celebrating and there's a bit of frustration but it's a bit of a, a rebuilding process with Michael Beale coming in in, in November time and, and listen, I think there's a bit of pressure in the summer because the recruitment drive will be up a notch or two no doubt about it. And um, in general when I'm speaking to fans is they're looking at one thing. Listen, you never give up on the, the league title but it's going to be a tough, tough ask. Their eyes got to be on the Scottish Cup. They have got to make sure that they, they try and retain that and stop Celtic for the, the domination they, they won in a treble. Douglas Park will know this. We spoke about it last night with Kenny Miller and Peter Grant. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Michael Beale will get the tools that's needed? He'll try his best. That's one Thing I know one hundred percent that Douglas Park and the board will try their best to back them uh, as much as possible. Um, but it'll come down to how much is uh, available, and obviously with the, the nine players out of contract, that frees up a hell of a lot of wages as as well. Um, but they, they know they need to they need to go and strengthen because uh, Celtic, I think, will strengthen again in the summer. There's no doubt about it. So it's a big summer ahead for Rangers in terms of making sure they get their recruitment spot on and. I'd be shocked if they hadn't started at the 1st of February. I says that on Monday night, Paul. Once the window closed, we're bringing in Cantwell and Raskin. I'm sure their attention would have turned to, right, what areas do we need to strengthen? Let's get in early doors. Let's try and talk to players and get them in as quickly as possible and I'm talking about the first day of pre-season because you know it was two years yesterday that Rangers had clinched the title Celtic didn't get
3: the points at Dundee United and Rangers were champions it was so early when you think about it that season yeah it was so
4: early but so far away as
3: well yeah it's gone (laughs) I know I get it we're going to hear from Michael Beale in a moment or two because it's about the big two and Ange Postacoglu was asked you know, hundred games tonight. Uh, what's been your proudest day at Celtic?
7: Yeah, day I was appointed, mate. That's uh, that was that was it for me. And uh, all you can ever ask for in life, and and particularly somebody uh, like myself, uh, I've always felt is is an opportunity. And um, you know, if people give you that opportunity, then uh, the rest is kind of you know, up to each individual or myself to to take that. But um, given the opportunity to to manage this, uh, you know. Great football club uh, was was the best day for me, and then just been working hard ever since to to hopefully uh, repay that um, you know the faith that people showed in me.
3: And John, you worked with under one of the great one of the greatest Celtic managers, mm. Martin O'Neill.
5: Well, Martin knew straight away when he came that he had to win. Mm. You know, he had uh, Rangers with a good side at the time, exceptionally good side, winning a lot of trophies and. And he made some fantastic signings. You look at Lenny, you look at Alan Thompson, Chris Sutton, mm. um, one or two others that he brought up from down south with experience. you see and, yourself. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> international. Answer, yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, and, and I just think, you know, the recruitment is very important at a football club. Um, and Rangers at this moment in time, they're finding themselves behind a Celtic team that almost riding the crest of a wave. Um But, you know, Michael Beale will realise that he has to get uh, the signings right, he has to get whoever he lets go right. It's a big job, whereas at this moment in time, I can speak here with authority and a little bit of confidence that Celtic at this moment in time are in a very, very good moment. Celtic have had their times, by the way, where they haven't been in good moments, but at this particular time... Mm -hmm. Um, and this time, in whatever time of years, I might be back here, Paul, speaking yeah. about how well Rangers are doing. Yeah. But it's down to Michael Beale to get this right mm-hmm. because Michael Beale knows if he doesn't win trophies, he'll be the next manager gone. But it's the template at Celtic at the moment.
3: Ange Postacoglu is the boss at Celtic. I think everyone would agree. Of course, there's chairman, there's chief exec, you know, doing a great job and all. But he's the boss. He seems to be in charge of recruitment. I, I think everything.
4: Michael Beale will be the boss his signings. And I think John's spot on. Recruitment has got to be virtually spot on in the summer, and that's not just bringing players in, deciding who's the ones to get new contracts, and also, as I said, players in contract. Don't be surprised if one or two of them also also go. But I, I honestly believe. Listen, it's good to having sporting directors; they take some of the the workload away for the manager. But I always believe if you're a manager, you make the final decision on the players, and I think Michael Beale does that at Rangers because he hasn't done a lot wrong has he Michael Beale. what one defeat yeah that's 16 games that's 14 yeah. wins one draw one defeat but the, the defeat was when it really really matters and he'll know that and that's that's a disappointing thing for for, for Michael Beal and the Rangers
5: team and, and unfortunately at this moment in time you have you have Celtic that are playing exceptionally well and everybody seems to be confident everybody's delighted with the manager um and the manager, you know, he he's he's picking teams, he's making changes. Everything is happening for them at the minute, and and they seem to have a little bit of momentum. Of course, Rangers will be desperate to win the score. If, listen, if they get there first, just be respectful yeah. to the other teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so at at this moment in time, it's just going to be down to Michael Beale to to make some huge decisions. I don't think even if they you know they lose everything this year mm-hmm. that. You know he's only come in hasn't he a mm. third into the season or halfway through whatever it was um, he will still get next season but he will know Michael B will be under no illusions I listened to him talking today he has to win mm. you know Rangers now are coming in sort of somewhere near you know when, when Steven Gerrard won the title mm. it took him a little bit of time to, to build and everything else now we will feel and the board will feel we we'll have give you money you get the players that you want to bring in Now, all of a sudden, there's no excuses now. You've got to challenge Celtic.
3: Michael Bill knows the fans are not happy and if it was in any doubt, he saw the banner at the weekend.
5: Listen, the fans are entitled to
9: to make their, their feelings known when they do. They support the team at other times fantastically and listen, they pay their money and they come. We'd be a lot worse off without our fans, I think that's fair to say, but... I would like it that we was all together, but I understand at times there's going to be discontent when we lose a cup final in the way that we played. I think in the days after, you're, you are going to see a reaction from the fans. It's important you see a reaction from the players on the pitch. And I thought, certainly first half, but for the majority of the game at the weekend, we, we got that. And that's all that the players can do. And I've got to try and keep all that away from them. That's my job. And the other things I can't really control.
4: Buddy, that's the way it is yeah, sure. big clubs um, and they totally get it listen one thing about the Rangers fans will go and they'll, they'll, they'll sell out their 42 or 43 thousand season books um, no danger of, of that ever going down they'll always turn up and pay their money and listen they're expected to win every trophy they enter um, take, take away Europe if you're in Europe because it's obviously difficult with the finances you're up against but when you enter the start of the season the fans expect you to win the three trophies available. He spoke about a young player that the Rangers <coughs> fans love but haven't seen much of. Uh, what's happening with Alex
9: Lowry? Alex Lowry, um, the day before the Partick Thistle game, when he was very, he was in the thinking to start, no one near him. He actually, the ball came and he turned and he, he had a problem with his, his ankle and uh, it was a six week injury, which he's two weeks into. So he's out of the boot at the moment, but Alex is uh, he's probably four weeks from being ready to play. How
4: good is he going to be? Is he going to get the chance to It depends to on yeah. the young man himself. Mm. Um, there's no doubt he's got um, all the attributes, the, the, the games that I've seen him in. Um, he's definitely got the ability um, and he needs to get noticed. Listen, if that's making sure you're in early in the morning, doing a bit extra, you train as hard as you. Like it's your last ever training session, stay out and do a bit extra because he's definitely got the ability. He just needs to get noticed and show that he's willing to put the hard yards in. John?
5: yeah I like him as well yeah. yeah but again he's been unfortunate with injuries and but um you know it, it looks as if his manager would have seen him a little bit you know before he got injured so um obviously now he, he wants him to get back fit and get back on the on the on the playing field you know there's not much point in he's getting spoken about all yeah. the time about this injury that injury I'm suppose you'd want to talk about his his players that he can actually choose from yeah because that has been a big thing for Rangers this year. For Giovanni Van Bronckhorst,
3: was the injuries?
4: It's clearing, clearing up yeah. now. I've seen John Souter and Yilmaz played in um, the what was it the B team, the B team yep. game against Celtic. Uh, they played yep. forty-five minutes. Both of them, John Souter, come on for a couple of minutes um, at the end of the game against Kilmarnock, So it's good to see him back. Obviously, Yilmaz now is is back, in. the only two long term are sorry three. Um, it's a yeah. I, I don't think he'll be at Rangers come the summer you've got KMR Roof which is unfortunate because I think he's a, a top striker but he's so injury prone this calf is a, a real issue and Tom Lawrence is out until the, the end of the yeah. season but now as I say, you're starting to get some players back but if you look at Ranger Rangers squad and you write down the players they're, they're pretty top heavy mm-hmm. and that's why he needs to trim it a wee bit and if he trims it a bit that may allow a bit extra money to go and bring in quality players. Michael Beale spoke the other day about John Sutter. That's where my frustration is in the game. I, I haven't looked at it back,
9: but my staff tell me it's probably a foul. And that's where my frustration is, because I'd like to have given John a little bit more today. With our second team playing the lone League, he can only play under 21 players in that. So it's not like I can drop him down to get minutes. So I've got to try and get him up to speed in training. Today was an opportunity to maybe give him a little bit more, but the game didn't allow me to. But John's been training ever so well. I'm not the only one impressed with him. His teammates like him and the staff as well. So it's important for him that he can stay fit now and, he was going great guns, and then just had a bit of a reaction, a bit of swelling, so we had to slow down. But the last two weeks, he's trained hell for lever, and he, he trains how he plays, John. Like and that's the one thing I'd say. Well, I don't think it would take him too long to get up to speed because he trains properly every day. Because Johnny did so well for Hearts, didn't
5: he? He did. Yeah. And he, he, I, I believe he would have been a good signing. Mm-hmm. And you know, my, my old roommate, my old mate Jackie McNamara. Yeah, of course, is that his agent? Yeah, yeah. that was Jackie mm-hmm. who did, uh, looked after John, and mm-hmm. still looking after him, I believe. But it's, it's very unfortunate, isn't it, when you keep getting injuries, you know, it's some players that just go through their careers at a really nasty one at heart, almost gets back to where he feels he can really go to Rangers and make an impact. Um, and then all of a sudden he gets a really another another injury. But it's good to hear that uh, his manager there is saying that he's not too so far away, Paul, which is good news for the boy, you know.
3: Back to your old Team Celtic. And Anspostokoglu was asked about the goals and goals.
7: The goals are important. Aside from the sort of statistical sort of emphasis on it, it's just, you know, it's the kind of team we want to go along. We want to be a team that, that plays sort of aggressive football. We want to be a team that scores a lot of goals. And it's not easy to do and it's easy to say a lot of, a lot of clubs and a lot of managers want to play attacking football but we all know it's not that easy um, you know not not just from the point of view of the dominance you have but also in terms of the mindset because you know the weekend's game is probably a good example where we're, we're kind of 3-1 up against 10 men and, and we could have really seen the game out you know there's a real strong desire within within the group and some of the, that's driven by just the competitiveness guys you know who are coming on want to, want to make an impact you know they want to score goals they want to play their part in what we do and that I think it's helped us score more goals than you would normally see, even in a team that's dominant.
3: 87 goals so far this season, Not John, it is one of the features.
5: Yeah, but what they do is, as Anne said there, they, they're relentless. Mm. They don't just get 2-0 up or 3-0 up and all of a sudden there's a there's a flippant attitude amongst the group or the team that are playing. Oh, we've won the game now, we're 3-0, we pick up three points... The substitutes come on, the the strikers come on, the wingers come on. They want to get involved amongst the goals. Yeah. You know, they beat Dundee United earlier in the season, was it was it 9-0? Yeah. They scored five away at the weekend in the second half. Yeah. You know, as you can just tell they, they smother teams. You almost feel sorry for other teams with the way that Celtic are just you know, just sort of bulldozing teams. You know, obviously the better teams can set up you know, uh, in a in a formation where they make it, they can make it difficult for Celtic until they get broken down. But there's a lot of teams that really desperately struggle against the way that Celtic play against them. So they play Hearts twice in four days.
3: Yeah,
7: again, what we've tried to do is trade every sort of challenge separately, every game separately, every competition separately so that our approach doesn't change. Because I think if you fall into the trap of just lumping these two games together and say, well this is going to be our approach in both these games, I don't think it works. Um, we all know league games are different to to cup games. We all know playing at home is different to playing away, particularly you know playing at Celtic Park and playing at Tynecastle. So I think even though you're playing the same opposition, I think we're preparing ourselves for two different games and we haven't looked beyond tomorrow night at the moment. That's where our focus is and you know, it's going to be a good challenge. They're a good side. They've been a consistent side. I mean, since I've been here the last two years, obviously they're, you know, they've pretty much consistently beating third position. Um, they've been very consistent. They have got European football this year, which I think has helped their players in terms of their growth. Um, I think they've got a better, they've got a stronger squad this year than they had last year. So, with all that in context, we know it's going to be a, a good challenge for us. Um,
3: and Barry, this time last week, uh, it's the man sitting in your chair, Lauren Shanklin. So
4: we've got the two top scorers tonight in the country, Kyogo and Shanklin. Yeah, he said a, a real good season, twenty-one goals, Paul. Um a few of them have been penalties, but listen, you've got to that there's a bit of pressure when you step up. Um he, he, he slaughtered in the back of the net. Yeah, but I think he's all round game. Lauren Shanklin certainly improved this season. Um he's took on the role as captain as well, that added responsibility. Yep. So he he's had a fine season for Hearts, and he'll be be so important for them tonight. John, they won't underestimate Robbie Nielsen's team, will they?
5: Not at all. Not not tonight or or not at the weekend. Mm-hmm. He just said himself, yep. uh, the two different two different types of uh, games. You know, league at home, and then obviously a really court, big quarter final of the cup last eight at Tynecastle. Mm-hmm. Tynecastle. You know, Hearts just don't want to finish third and think, oh, we get back into Europe and you know they want they want to get to the final as well they want to play at Hamden sure. they have aspirations to go there did
3: you like playing at Tynecastle? Castle I know we touched on this in the office beforehand I,
5: I enjoyed playing yeah. I thought it was a great atmosphere um, you know but I, I always looked at it a little bit like Upton Park at West Ham where right. the crowd were really close to you obviously before they went to the, the, the London yeah, Stadium sure. Um but no, I enjoyed going to Hearts. I never quite got a goal. They scored everywhere else apart from Tynecastle. But um, you know, I think I think it'll be a difficult game at the weekend. It's just about how, how Celtic go and approach it, and of course Hearts will have to have a little bit more um, in terms of being a bit more positive, I would imagine, because they'll play at home and they will want to try and take the game to Celtic in, 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 in some capacity yeah. of the game. Barry, it's typical, isn't it? This happens often, you play the same team twice
4: in a week in the Cup and uh, I take it you didn't enjoy that really, did you? No, I didn't enjoy it, but um, listen, sometimes it works out that way and you just need to deal with it, Paul. Um, And as Postacoglu says there, there'll be two totally different games. Obviously at home, Celtic are really going to be in the front foot. I wouldn't imagine Hearts will come out and try and attack them. I think they'll sit in and try and frustrate them. But when hearts are at home, a really attack-minded three-four-three uh, three formation that, that Robbie plays. Um, so I, I think there'll be two totally different games. But in terms of so it's a great place to, to, to go and play um, uh, your football. Because as John says, that the fans I mean that touching distance in them and get absolute dogs abuse there as well, which you enjoy as a. Is a player John is that why you didn't score there with the even final? I scored the team yeah. <laughs> tell us the goal
3: what happened I don't remember. Remember. <laughs> I don't remember. quick break and then we're back we've got the teams coming soon
2: the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk your local friendly experts for new and used cars let's go
3: some of the other headlines tonight before we go to the games themselves with the team news uh, Livingston have triggered the contract extension for Joel Newbley. He'll be there till at least the end of next season. Barry,
4: you're a fan of the big fella, Newbly? Yeah, I've seen him a couple of times this season. I was at the the game Livingston against Rangers, the first game of the season, and he was exceptional. He caused Rangers all sorts of problems. I can see why David Martindale signed him up my a new contract. I'm sure there'll be a few clubs. Keeping a close eye on him and that would then mean that Livingston would get a decent enough fee for him. Um, so yep I, I like him he's had a few injuries this season yep. he's been um, he's been missing uh, quite a few of the games I've seen but on his day he's a real real handful John Harson, Mikey Johnson is now free to play for the Republic of Ireland after being granted
3: FIFA clearance the Celtic winger of course on loan Vittoria Guimaraes could make a
5: he could play soon for Ireland yeah, he's well, a good player isn't he well he showed glimpses hasn't ah. he in the past he can couldn't quite hold a you know, a first team regular spot yeah. down. Um, but I would never try and influence any player mm-hmm. to play for whatever country you wanted yep. to. That's his prerogative. He looks back, he looks at his options, he looks mm-hmm. at his family, he looks at his date of birth, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Each to their own. I wouldn't I wouldn't take I would make my own decision who mm-hmm. oh, I wanted to represent. So it's completely up to Mikey Johnson. We had this issue with Aidan McGee yeah. had it with other players in the past. It's not it's not down to me, you know, to to even comment on what, what team or country these guys want to play for.
4: Barry
3: Aberdeen's Duke who scored uh like cheeky.
5: cheeky. Yep, I was just about
4: <laughs> to say that with um at the weekend. Good minds think alike. Yeah, I like. yeah. Uh, cheeky, cheeky back heel. Um mm-hmm. and he's been one of oh, obviously Aberdeen have struggled a bit this season. He's been one of the, the shining lights, um up there, Duke. Um and you can see listen mm-hmm. He always poses a threat to teams when he, he plays up up top and, and again, it's one of the ones that I'm not surprised that there's a few clubs monitoring him.
3: Indeed, a few English clubs uh, watching him. Uh, Kyle Rouse, we talked about this earlier, says hearts aren't too far off the old firm. Well, we'll find out in the next few days. I saw one line here from a distance. I thought, is this Man City? It's uh, Lee Griffiths has completed a surprise return to Mandura City. So we wish him well. We've all okay. said, pound for pound, one of the one of the great strikers, wasn't he? Lee Griffiths,
4: yeah, Yeah, listen, uh, I wonder left foot at times and it's just, you expected Lee Griffiths to do more in the game, Mm if I'm honest with you, he was an out-and-out goal scorer, you've seen so many goals he scored for Hibs, Mm -hmm. for Celtic and listen, you you think back internationally, the game against England, Joe Mm -hmm. Hartman in goals, um, the free kicks, yep, he he had so much ability um, and maybe he he just feels it, he's not getting the opportunity and um, he's gone over to the other side of the the world to go and play his football. He was over there at the start of the season, I'm sure, and he yep. played, I think, there are two or three games. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure he'll go over there and, and enjoy Australia. Johnny gave us one of our best moments, didn't he? I was there at the game when he scored those two goals for Scotland
3: against England. Yeah, it and was phenomenal.
5: And then what, what will we do if we, we sh- Scotland should have won that? of course late in the game and then was Harry Kane Harry Kane that's what he does
3: and Stephen Davis wants to play for Rangers again there's some good news for Mm. Rangers fans and we've got the Cup games at the weekend you know we're not going to talk Hearts Celtic because they're playing tonight at Celtic Park but actually you're making a good point Barry and John it's a quick turnaround though for Celtic and Hearts isn't it because the game's 7.45 tonight and they play Saturday 12.15
4: Mm. Yeah, it's a very, yeah. very um quick turnaround. But again, it, me I mean I had that in my career um on a couple of occasions. I'm sure John did it, it as well. It's um it's just about playing the game tonight and then recovering as best as you can yeah. and get prepared for the
5: You wouldn't the early be doing an awful lot of training. Nah, try, the lads the lads who didn't feature will obviously do that little bit more, but the lads will be getting they'll be getting massage and ice baths they'll be literally getting themselves ready dry your eyes that's what they're telling me can I ask you about the games then Inverness
3: against Kilmarnock because John will not see you until after the weekend who do you think is going to go through in that one? it's hard isn't it to say Inverness beginning to move up again in the championship
5: Kelly I think Kelly might get to the semi-final of the Scottish Cup as well they lost to Celtic in the league cup didn't they? yep You know, okay. yeah. So wouldn't it I, be great to see I Kelly? Think it would. Yeah. yeah to listen, I take nothing but away no, from sure. Inverness. But we just think obviously being yeah. the Premiership team as well, Kilmarnock I just think they might win. They might nick that one. Barry, can I ask
3: you on that one? I know you'll be on on
4: Friday, but what do you think? I'm going to go for Kilmarnock
5: right. Yep. To, to win it
4: um, last round, they won up at mm-hmm. Um Good result. Um, two ex-teammates coming against each other: Dodgy and yeah. Dell mm-hmm. uh, McInnes. Uh, that will be a. It'll be a tough one for Coman. I'm sure Dodger will have his Inverness team up for it, but I just think Coman will have that wee bit of extra quality. And they could do with a bit of luck, couldn't they? You know, they need a bit of a springboard because... I, still, yeah. I think they'll stay in the league right. because of their home form. Mm-hmm. Um, their, their home form is... Uh, I think I've seen it somewhere. Yeah. They, they would been in the top four or, or something that was going on mm. on for them in terms of playing at home, but their yeah. away form, mm-hmm. I think they've only got had two points. Right, they've won six at home. So I I do think that will stay up um, through their their home form and the experience that Dale's got as a manager as well. And what about the change at Dundee United, John?
3: We've not seen you since it happened. Jim Goodwin just weeks ago was the manager of Aberdeen. I mean, he was really unlucky that time when he lost that late goal to Celtic and then 94th Mm. minute, the 2-1 up against Rangers. I know it's history now. Celtic won it, Rangers won the cup game. But
5: then, and then it went wrong at Darvel. But he's managed at Dundee United. Yeah, well, Barry's, that... Barry's managed. I've never, I've done a couple of assistant roles here and yeah. there, coaching stuff, whatever. But um, it's clearly to see that Jim wanted to get straight back in. Mm. You know, he wasn't one of these managers who dwelled on what happened. I'm sure he would have been really disappointed with the decision at Aberdeen. Although he, would probably admit himself that um, that the results weren't good enough. Um, yep. But you know, ultimately, it's, it's clearly to, to think that. He's put himself up for the Dundee United job, and now he's he's back in the game almost straight away. Within three, four, five weeks, however long it was, yeah. he hasn't taken like a, a bit of time out where he can have a look at himself. He can walk, go around, watch a few games, have time with his family. This and like, that, like a lot of managers say that I can have a little bit of a break from it. But he's gone straight back in. Obviously, clearly loves the management side of it, and he's hoping to do well at Dundee United. You know, he's open to you know, he's open to pick them up and yes. obviously have a better time than what he did at Aberdeen. He didn't get the bounce back, although they didn't play badly,
3: Barry. Mm-hmm. Kenny's been on the socials at Go Football Show and he wants to ask you, Barry and John, the bounce that, let's say, Stuart Kettlewell got at Motherwell and others get. Is it partly because
4: there's so much pressure now, so quickly, on managers there's from social of media? Yeah. Uh, there's a major fear of losing and then when a manager loses his job, genuinely the caretaker comes in and he gets a bounce, because he'll play a different formation, a a more attacking um, system, and and that's generally, if you watch, I know it never happened to Jim at the weekend, but Mm. I I thought that was the the best I've seen Ben United for a Mm. a long period of of time, Um, and when they get back into the game, I am thinking he could get the three points here, but obviously lost another couple of goals, but that's generally what you see, but I think it's the fear of losing, and managers fear they're losing their jobs, Um, where they play kind of, Really compact and making sure that they don't lose many goals.
5: But Kettlewell's has done brilliant, hasn't Aye. he? So Kettlewell, what three wins, one draw? Who could have called that, you mm. know, really, you know, three wins from from, Jimmy, where, from, where, from the where they were and a draw. <laughs> yeah. yep. So credit to him, by the way, for doing that. And hopefully he can take them on, take them further up the league.
4: Yeah, I, I think they're safe now, model. Yeah, yeah. With with the run they've had um, yeah. since Kettlewell's took over. Um, the three wins and mm-hmm. the draw. I, I think they've, they've, there's enough of a gap there now for Murdo to be safe.
3: Barry, do you want the Rangers team for tonight? So McGregor and Golds, Tavernier, Goldson, Davies and Barisic. No surprise. Midfield: Jack, Raskin and Cantwell. Fashion: Sakala, Ryan Kent and Antonio like same, team. same, same team. team just what you said yep. yeah
4: no change I, I don't whatsoever. see why you yeah. would change it because I thought the first 45 minutes Paul they were, mm-hmm. they were really good second half again that's where I think the frustration comes with Michael Beal because they go and they play that well mm-hmm. and then they come out in the second half I don't know whether they take the foot off the gas but that's something mm-hmm. that they need to um, get rid of quickly if they want to be successful John we'll give you it first as well here's the Celtic team mm-hmm.
3: Hart Ralston Carter Vickers, Starfelt and Burnaby. McGregor the captain, of course, Moy and O'Reilly, Abada, Maeda, Kayogo. So we were looking in the wrong places there, weren't we? Yeah, it'd be yeah.
5: Kyogo, Maeda or yeah. Abada, either side of him. Yeah, he's changed, he's changed the right back. Mm. Um, Ralston. he's changed the left back to Burnaby. Mm. Um, kept the two centre halves in um, and obviously he's kept a very strong front three. Yeah, um, and, of course, the midfield is quite strong as well. So he's made a couple of changes, but I, I would imagine Andrew thinking, well, I can make a few changes with a view to feeling mm-hmm. still confident about winning the game. I'll give you the bench. It's Bain,
3: Johnson, Haksabanovic, Turnbull, Jota, Kobayashi,
4: O, Iwata and Hitati. I think yeah. David Turnbull will be disappointed, frustrated. Yeah. Um, he had a wee knock yeah, but, but still, yeah. Paul, he, okay. I think yeah. he's a good player. I, I think he'll be getting to the stages at an age where he wants to at least have a chance to play week in, week out, yeah. David Turnbull. And for Scotland, we need him
3: as well. Yeah, David Turnbull. Exactly. yeah. exactly. The
4: Rangers bench, uh, John McLaughlin,
3: Lundström, Hadji, Matondo back in the bench, Camara, Morelos, Wright, Arfield and Divine. So Barry, that's Rangers, no change in the starting 11 and then the bench, Matondo, we haven't seen him for ages, have we?
4: You no, know, do, do you know yeah. what somebody had actually said? I, I'd forgot all about Matondo mm-hmm. M- 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 yeah. and because and, mm-hmm. um, obviously he's been out injured. I, I know that, but somebody said that. Where is he? Is he? Yep. Is he out for the season? Mm-hmm. But obviously now he's back fit. He's got an opportunity to go on the, the bench, and that but that was a big signing. I think it was from Schalke. Shil- yeah, for three million euros. That, that that's a fair mm-hmm. bit, of, bit of money. But I never expected any changes for.
5: That, that, can, that, can be, that can be a problem sometimes you know when a player's out constantly niggly injuries and when you do get back it's actually not the particular injury that kept you out it's, it's mm-hmm. something else because you're not in the flow you know because you're not out mm-hmm. there every day just just doing things as, as they come um, and all of a sudden you've been out for six or seven weeks and you come back and think oh you know, i got a little pain in my hip or pain in my side. It's other parts of your body that then give, give away f- with injuries. Do you want the Hearts team? Yep. Yeah, but I've just gone yep. on the Rangers one. i seen no John Sutter.
4: Obviously, come back into the, yep. the, the squad. Yep. I know he played on in, in Monday, mm-hmm. that 45 minutes. Eh, no Tillman either. Um, he must still be suffering mm-hmm. from the hamstring injury. Which he was asked about, wasn't he? Do you remember that yep. The piece yep. from him? Yep. Here's the Hearts team
3: for tonight. Clark, Grant, Keel. Atkinson, Devlin, Rowles, Halliday, Forrest, Sibick, Janelli and Hill. So quite a few changes, yeah. no Lon Shanklin there. Uh, and on the bench, Stuart, Smith, Kingsley, Mackay, Nielsen, Tate, mm. Kual, and Oda.
4: Well, yeah. that, the, the substitutes, I'm just looking. Smith would definitely play, yeah. Kingsley would definitely play, Barry Mackay would definitely play and obviously no Lon Shanklin. So, so yeah, yeah, five starters. Yeah, Xander Clark is—he's uh, the
3: captain. Captain tonight, Barry um, Hibbs' team is coming in thick and fast: Marshall, Hanlon, Cadden, Hope, Jago, Stevenson, Henderson, Yuan, Fish, Egan Riley, and Campbell. So that's the. The Hibs team, we're just having a look at Nisbet. it. Nisbet. They, yep. they come off, the off a good win,
5: do not they? They come off a good win as well
3: against Livingston. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yep,
4: Nisbet on the bench, uh, Johnson, Miller, Cabraja, Jair. I mean, I, I know they've had good results, Hibs, but I'm looking at that starting 11. And, and listen, as I said, they're in a brilliant run, but if you're Rangers, you're looking at that and thinking you're going to go for the throat straight away. Yeah quick break and then we're back we'll give you all the teams and the final thoughts of John Harts
3: and Barry Ferguson
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors brand new Toyota showroom now open on Whistleberry Road Hamilton Let's
3: go and of course you can pick up Go Radio Live in Edinburgh as well loud and clear as you head through to the capital for Hibs against Rangers tonight we'll recap the Rangers team and Hibs in a moment or two Celtic team though there's a couple of surprises tonight Hart, Ralston he's back Carter Vickers Starfelt and Burnaby, the Argentinian. McGregor, Moy and O'Reilly. So they're both in Moy and O'Reilly. Abada, Maeda and yeah. Kyogo. On, on the bench, um, Bain, Johnson, Haxabanovich, Turnbull, Jota,
4: Kobayashi, O, Iwata and Hatati. Well, yeah. if you look at that Celtic team, it's the spine. He's not, he doesn't change the spine of the team. Mm. Joe Hart, Carter Vickers, Starfelt, McGregor, Kyogo. Mm. That's the spine and I think you always got to have a strong spine. And well, round yeah. about it. You can make changes round about it, I should say. Yep. And for Rangers
3: fans, here's the lineup. Uh, it's the same. The st- starting is the same as at the weekend against Gomarnock. McGregor, Tavernier, Goldson, Davies, and Barisic. Jack, Raskin, and Cantwell. Sakala, Kent, and Cholak. Barry, uh, what's happening? I heard on Monday night we did hear uh, the manager being asked about Tillman.
9: This is what he had to say. He, would, he spoke about him in a slight knock and then he said, is he going to play against Hibs? He's an option, but obviously uh, priorities and the team play well today. So who are you taking
4: out? Your eyebrow went up at that point. Yeah, because there's been a lot of talk about signings Who's going to be going? He's one of the, the, the loanees that are in from Bayern Munich. The, the talk is around about the 4 or £5 million pound mark and now I'm starting to think if you get, say, for a, around like a £10 million pound mm-hmm. to go and spend in the summer, a huge chunk of that would need to go in Tillman and I think there's other areas where you need to go and strengthen I think another number mm-hmm. nine and John will be able to answer yeah. this better than me. Number nine's don't just don't grow in trees. They're, they're difficult to find and they cost money and good center
5: forwards for me very, really, go to contract. Yeah, you can't go in with 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 Chorluck. I know. I know. Uh, Wright yeah. can play through the Kema roof. He doesn't <laughs> play, does he? Roof, and it's a shame no. because he does come up with a sure. few important goals. They need a new striker. Rangers. So, I think yeah. a, a striker will be a priority. Yep. And how much? Well, you don't
3: depends which market you go into.
4: Yeah, but I mean, again, if you go into a market, I, I don't know. say the Japanese market, for instance, you still need to pay three million quid. Sure. Roughly and that that would only leave you seven million. And I think you need a couple of wide players as Mm. well. Probably another central midfielder. Mm. Because there might be a number of central midfielders going. Yeah. So yeah, you've got to really identify the areas where you want to go and spend as much as possible. And that's where I was going on about Alan McGregor. If you need to go and get a new goalkeeper. You'd need to go and spend two and a half, three million quid in a, a goalkeeper. And that's where I think you can go and shift that keep Alan for another year and I have no issues because I still think he's a top class goalkeeper mm-hmm. and fire that three million that you were going to spend on a goalkeeper into a attack minded
5: player whether it's a number nine, a wide player or an attack midfielder. I'm not sure whether uh, Michael Beale's seen enough for Tillman. You've mm-hmm. seen him in fits and starts because sometimes he, he can be very, very good. He's got trickery, he can get a goal, he can make a goal. But the difference is when you get someone on loan, Paul, they can, they can play for you two every three or four games and you can almost accept that because he's not quite your, yeah. but he's on loan. If he decides to, to pull up four or five million, whatever the fee may be, then he needs that player at it for him every game. There's no respite. You cannot turn up every one or three games because you're committed. We've signed you. We've paid big money for you. We're putting on decent wages. Mm-hmm. You become our player. There's none of this being on loan then, Mm. where he's off thinking, well, I might not stay here, I might go back. That's what Michael Beale will be thinking. Can he get that consistency every week out of Tillman? And and listen, we're going to see whether or not they pull up the money to sign him. On the bench tonight,
3: McLaughlin, Lundstrom, Hadji, Matondo, Camara, Morelos, Wright, Arfield, and Devine. Looking at the whole squad, Barry, is there anyone they could trade this summer? because we know Kent's out of contract, Morelos,
4: you just wonder, is there anyone? Kamara, yeah, he's still in contract okay. after yep. the summer, mm. and I'm sure because he's in international, he's done really yeah. well, I, mm. I think Glenn Kamara's a really good player, but I just mm. think that's maybe one they might hear, Martin say, right, do you know what, I think he's. I think he's got another year left, mm-hmm. they may look to maybe do a bit of business uh, with him, but I've not got somebody who's worth 10 million quid, mm. say, mm. And because of the, the ages of certain people are in contract and also the reason that there's a number of players going out of contract. The other game just now, let's talk about it. Livingston against Dundee United. John Hartson's with us, a
3: former strikers coach at Livy. Here's the lineup for your old team. Um, Shamal George, Nicky Devlin, of course, the captain. De Lucas, Boys, Montano, Holt, Shinney, Pittman, Bradley, Nibley with the new contract and Bruce Anderson, who's talented. Mm. I don't have the Dundee United lineup just yet. Um so John, what do you reckon Levy Dundee United? Neither side on a on a run no, at all at the Livy moment. You
5: were thumped at the weekend yeah. to Hibs and Dundee United lost at home to their first game to a big traveling Aberdeen support, wasn't it? Um I think Jim Godwin will be desperate for his first win like every other manager, but you know you, you want to get your first win under your belt. Early on in your managerial start at Dundee United, Livingston, I think I've done brilliant. But again, I didn't see that defeat at the weekend. You know, I'm not saying they flatter to deceive. Some some games, you're not quite expecting them to do well, Paul, and then they surprise you and they they, win, they go win a great game against a yeah. you know a good opposition. And other times, then they get beat. So, oh, do you know what? Um, I'm actually going to say Livingston again. I think David Martin will have them at it tonight having been thumped at the at the weekend. That would put them back top six which is where uh, the manager wants to be. They're on 35
3: points
4: Dundee United on 20. What do you think Barry? Two teams in poor running for them. Mm. For me I, I think Livingston will win this uh, pretty convincingly. Right? Yeah. I think it'll be a couple of goals. Yep. I, I, I worry I, I've said it for a on a number of occasions yeah. for Dundee United um, and I thought maybe if they got that new manager effect with Jim coming in I think Jim's got a, a big um, job in his hands and I agree with what Jim says he, he looked at the squad and there is real good players but mm-hmm. there's just something not right at Dundee United that would be almost panic stations
3: then for Dundee United isn't it if they lose I think they'll, tonight I think, yeah. they'll, I think yeah. they'll be in the
4: bottom too yeah
3: uh, John, um, right, so we're just waiting for the Dundee United team, but we don't have it. Here's Michael Beale speaking about the game with Hibs tonight.
9: Usually there's a good atmosphere. They're feisty games and, um, yeah, I, I think there's no reason why Hibbs wouldn't be on the front foot against us and uh, our away form's been very, very strong and I think we'll have to perform well. I think we're in a good place at the moment and we should go there. Uh, very confident, but we're going to face a team that's going to going to meet us head on, and I think that makes for a good game.
3: And one of his signings then for the new Rangers, uh, Cantwell. He's been speaking about that winning mentality.
4: I enjoy it. I, you know, I got told about the expectation before I come here, and you know that is something that you know I thought I loved, but it is it is cemented. I do love that. I love to win games. Um, you know, I, I want to be lifting titles here. I want to be lifting everything that's possible. So for me personally, the winning mentality is in there.
3: John, what do you think is going to happen? Hibs Rangers tonight.
5: I think Rangers will win. Um, I, I don't think they'll have it all their own way. I think Hibs will have an onus in front of their own crowd. Um, they won at the weekend, a really good result against Livingston. They want to build, you know, they want to build on that. Um, but I, I, I can see Rangers being too strong. They've gone with the same team that had a good weekend, a good win at the weekend. He's not changed it. I like that. Yeah. I, I like mm-hmm. it when he, he doesn't change his team. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Rangers will, will go and win tonight. Something probably about two clear goals 2 0, 3 1, 7. A couple of goals in it.
3: Barry, isn't it crazy? It's not on any of the major channels tonight. We've got, the, yeah. you know, Glasgow, Edinburgh. The audience would be huge for both games.
4: Yeah, f- find it strange. I, I don't know the reasons why. Um, certainly, Hibs against Rangers. Um or even sure. when, when uh I think it was was it the Hearts Rangers game yeah. as well. Yeah. Um wasn't wasn't live. So very surprising um that it's no it's no live. I think it'll be tough. Rangers need to be on at the night mm-hmm. um but I do think they'll come out victors the two one I'm gonna I'm going to go away. I think what,
5: what what Rangers don't want to do is is almost hand that. I know it's nine points and goals. Yep. They don't want to hand Celtic the title. So by that they got to keep winning. They got to put that little bit of extra pressure on Celtic. or that little bit of pressure, if you like, make Celtic win. Go and make them win the title. You know, not handed to them in terms of losing games like tonight, and all of a sudden it goes 12, and Salivian only have to win four or five out of their sure. last 10, type of thing. So Michael Beale will be saying, "Let's let's make Celtic work for their title." Getting to that time now, isn't it? Ange Postacoglu, Well, he showed he
3: had a, a sense of humour. The the gif that appeared when he looked at uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers. An uncharacteristic, terrible back pass. Uh, you'd have seen it on social media. Ange was asked
7: about it. Yeah, I just I've got an education from on what a gif is. All right. Um. Yeah. Uh, look, I guess so. Look, I'm I'm a human being. I got a I like to think I got a sense of humour. You know, my mates tell me I'm pretty funny, but uh, that's all right. But yeah, you I know, don't. Don't be mistaken, I'm not in the dressing room pulling pranks and giggling in the corner at others' misfortune. Uh, it's just, like I said, we're human beings and uh, I think no one's more surprised than me other than Cameron himself at, uh, at the pass he made that uh, in that moment. So, yeah.
3: He's not laughing and giggling. And you wouldn't imagine he would. No. But it's good to see a sense of humour in the manager. Of course. Yeah.
5: I, th- I think managers are quite good sense of humours. got good sense of humours But they don't want to give an awful lot away because they portray an image in Mm. front of people, you know, and everything else. Not to say that Ange is a pretender, but I think he'd be having a laugh with his players. He'll show that sense of humour on his own, within his own boundaries, his own club and his team. But on the outside, he doesn't have to give an awful lot away. A lot of managers don't. You know, they have this persona. They don't like giving an awful lot away. You know, that's just the way they want to be.
3: Scoreline tonight, Barry. What do you reckon? What's going to happen?
4: Well, after seeing the the, the Hearts team, um, I, I I know. Listen, the the two fullbacks are are big for Celtic, um, no doubt about it. Johnson and Taylor, have been really good. Um, I think Celtic will be far too strong. Three 0 Celtic.
3: Because you've got Rossen and Bernabe, both.
4: Yeah, but yeah. I mean To be fair, before, yeah. before Postacoglu uh, came in, I thought he was he was done at Celtic. Yeah. He would have to have moved on, but he's a different player sure. um, and he's well, every time he's been asked to come in and do a job fair play to oh. Ralphson, he's come yep. in and, and done a, a fine job Burnaby I'm still unsure about Aye. if I'm being yep. honest with you mm-hmm. uh, I still think he's got a lot to, to prove but I don't think with the change he's made you look at the midfield three McGregor, Moy and um, O'Reilly still really strong the front three yep, and the changes at Hearts have made as well I think Robbie's got one eye on mm-hmm. The game at Tynecastle quarter past twelve. So for me, yep, Celtic will be far too strong for for Hearts tonight. John, what do you reckon?
5: Again, I think the same. I think they can afford to make some changes and still be as strong, really, um, without picking their best eleven. You know, uh, Johnson and Taylor would generally come in if it was a game against Rangers or something like this, or a, you know, European game or a Cup final. But no, I think what Ange does well as well, Paul. He gives he gives players on the fringes who don't play uh, an opportunity to play um, and, and I think as well he's you know Hitati you know um, Jota's starter is Jota on the bench? Uh, I'll give you the entire yes. yes indeed Sorry, well you well Jota, Thank you, Jota and <laughs> yeah. Hitati come in on Saturday you don't have it in front of the, you there. there's, yeah, they'll come there's, back. there's no exactly. doubt for me that no, they, no. They, they will start at the weekend you know probably Johnson will come in as well of course yeah. and Taylor, and Taylor. So, yeah. so there's three or four there they, listen if the game is if the game is on a knife edge after after an hour then you'll see a lot of these substitutions come on um, but if if obviously they can get themselves in front and then they go easy then with the substitutions
3: Who was the funniest manager? Or who surprised you Barry? Walter sometimes would, uh, had some yeah, great cracks he
4: did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He, he did Listen all the managers I played under had a real serious side sure. but also they had they a had, uh, a, a funny side and that's Walter Smith Dick Advocate a lot of people say well, he was general wee general yeah, um, yeah. no but he had a, f- a funny side to him Big Alec um, all the managers I yeah. uh, played under had a a real serious side but also you could have a laugh and a joke there was a time and a place for a laugh and a joke but when it came down to training and games listen they were, they were um, bang on it enjoy the games tonight John we'll see you thanks next week thank, thank you Paul. very much yeah, enjoy it Barry thanks cheers. so much
3: thanks for keeping us right there and you're back on Friday evening along with Stephen McGinn and tomorrow night Craig Moore will be here along with Andy Walker news is next and then Joe Day
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors new Toyota showrooms now open in in Glasgow and Hamilton Let's
1: go